welcome to the Rooflines podcast, produced by Virginia Realtors, where we serve up real talk about real estate in Virginia. On each episode, we break down trends in the housing market and help you make sense of what's going on in Virginia's real estate industry and what's on the horizon. They may be young, but Gen Zers are ready to leave their mark on the economy and real estate markets. We will be discussing the financial hurdles they're facing, their role in the housing market, and how technology and social media can be used to appeal to them. Hello, and welcome to Rooflines. I'm Ryan Price, Chief Economist with Virginia Realtors. I'm joined today by one of our research associates, Dominique Fair, to discuss today's topic. How are you, Dominique? I'm doing pretty well, Ryan. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to get into our topic today. Uh, Are you ready to dive in? I am. Let's go. So today we're talking about a group that has never known the world without the internet and is one of the most ethnically diverse generations of our time. Want to take a guess at who that might be, Dominique? Hmm, I'm going to assume we're talking about Gen Z. You are correct. Gen Z or Generation Z were um, born between 1997 and 2012 and have already entered the job market Uh, but are making moves into the housing market as well. It's very true, Ryan. The oldest Gen Zers are turning 26 this year and are working during a time with low unemployment, which stands at 3.6%, but they are dealing with stubbornly high inflation. That's right. The the Federal Reserve rate hikes have helped a bit with inflation, but it does continue to linger high and impact how people save and spend their money. So... How has inflation affected Gen Zers who are trying to save for a home? Well, for Gen Zers, inflation has impacted them more than other generations because they're entering the workforce at entry-level jobs and are making way less, having to spend way more. And I'm sure that many of them are looking for a way to save money in any way they can. They certainly are, Ryan. So one of the ways is by living at home. The New York Times reported that a third of Americans between 18 and 25 years old are currently living with parents or relatives. Oh, that's quite high. Um, and I'm sure the global pandemic didn't help matters, you know, as the education of this generation was interrupted in many cases, uh, but also their introduction into the workforce uh, could have also been impacted. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Ryan. And for a group that already makes less than other generations while dealing with high rental prices, I can understand why they would choose to live at home to save money. So exactly how much are Gen Zers earning annually? Well, according to an article by CNBC, the median annual income for a Gen Z worker was $32,500 in 2021. Now, if you break it down by state and we look at Virginia specifically, the annual income for a Gen Zer was $35,029.75. Man, hard to afford paying groceries and bills and rent on a salary, um, you know, at that level. Yeah, and even though both Gen Z and millennials saw their incomes increase between 2020 and 2022 by 9.7%, it was unable to keep up with expenses, which rose to 6.5% between that time as well. So Gen Z is juggling a lot financially, you know, for a group that is really just starting out in the working world. Have they incurred a lot of debt, you know, trying to deal with the costs of everyday living? They have, Ryan. So according to Experian, Gen Z's debt was $25,851 in the third quarter of 2022, which is low, but their debt rose by 24.3% from 2021 to 2022, 
the biggest jump in debt across all generations. And so after, you know, kind of all these headwinds, um, are Gen Zers still interested in buying a home, Dominique? That's a good question. Um, so the answer to that is a resounding yes. Uh, a recent survey by Rocket Mortgage found that 71.5% of Gen Zers plan to buy their first home in the next one to six years. Wow, that is pretty high. What's uh, motivating Gen Z to pursue uh, the home ownership at this rate? Well, from the survey, 34.2% stated it was about starting or growing a family, while 20.8% stated they want to establish residential stability. And what kind of challenges are they facing while trying to become homeowners? According to Freddie Mac, Gen Z adults stated the biggest hurdle to home ownership was saving for a down payment. In tandem with this is income, one of the major challenges for future Gen Z buyers. Overall, 34% of Gen Z adults say home ownership is out of reach for them. So it seems like Gen Zers are truly invested in becoming homeowners, but they're struggling with uh, you know, financing the purchase. True, but more than half, or roughly about 56.2% of them, are currently saving for their first home. So despite the financial hurdles, they do want to make it happen. So let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, where does Gen Z currently stand in the housing market? Uh, Gen Z made up 2% of both buyers and sellers in 2022, according to the NAR Buyers and Sellers Generational Report. A little low, but you know, not surprising considering that uh, they're just entering the housing market in terms of the homeowner market. Yeah, it makes sense. And also CoreLogic reported that Gen Z accounted for 9% of all first-time home purchase applications in 2022, which is up from the previous year by 3% making up 4% of overall home purchase applications. And those numbers will only increase as Gen Z continues into the prime home buying years. What kind of movement are we seeing with Gen Z? Are they moving to cities or suburbs? Have we noticed a pattern yet? Yeah, there, there's a pattern. Uh, during the pandemic, we saw that there was a move from bigger cities to the suburbs. But it looks like Gen Z is kind of bucking at that trend. Um, so currently, Washington, D.C. was listed as a top city that Gen Zers flock to, among other metro areas such as Atlanta, Boston, and Austin. That's interesting that Gen Zers are moving to the cities, you know, that we saw a number of generations, including millennials, really start to move away from. Yeah, it is. But Gen Z seems to be creating their own path when it comes to the housing market, as many are looking for cities to grow in. Is there anything that Gen Zers are looking for when it comes to their home specific uh, features? Yeah, a big one is sustainability. So 73% of Gen Z consumers say they would pay more for sustainable products. So when building future homes, companies may want to focus on using renewable materials such as stone or 3D printed concrete. To go along with that, you know, offsite built homes appear to be a big hit for Gen Zers as well. Uh, which, you know, not only provides some quality housing, but it also tends to be a little bit lower cost. Yeah, that's true. It allows them to customize the home to their tastes, which can include having energy efficient appliances. So we talked about Gen Zers financial situation and where they are in the housing market. But what about the technology that they're using? How can agents prepare themselves for this generation of what we call digital natives? It starts with understanding how they spend their time online. 74% of Gen Zers spend their free time online and 79% of purchase a product or service online due to an ad on social media. And what apps are they using the most? 
According to a report by Real Estate Witch, 64% of Gen Zers visit YouTube the most on a daily basis, followed by Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. How can agents use social media to reach this clientele base? One way is giving property tours on YouTube, an app they use daily, or offering them tips and tricks on TikTok. It is important to create content on these apps that they are presently using the most in order to appeal to them. That makes sense. So what other tech tools are Gen Z using? PropTech, or property technology, is used to optimize the way people interact with residential and commercial real estate. It has become a very easy and useful tool for Gen Zers that are renting as it allows them to make maintenance requests or pay rent. It is also used by them so they can use PropTech for detailed property searches and virtual tours. I'm sure the agents probably find this technology useful as well. They do. It allows them to generate and track leads, provides analytical data that can help them identify trends, and it streamlines their communication with clients. And by embracing this new technology, they're able to connect with Gen Z clients and create an immersive and efficient customer service experience, which is something that Gen Z is looking for. Exactly. As Gen Z continues to reach home buying age, it is important for agents to know how they operate in order to meet their home buying needs. So what are some of the things that agents can do to help Gen Z clients? So this might sound kind of strange since we just talked about leaning into technology, but being a guide for them as they transition from renting to home ownership. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah. Even with all the information and technology at their disposal, 80.6% of Gen Zers underestimate how much it costs to purchase a home, while 33.9% were wrong about factors that lenders look for when considering your ability to qualify. Huh. So it sounds like they need a guiding force to steer them in the right direction along with this technology. They do. Agents can help fill in knowledge gaps, whether it is about the competitiveness of the market, different loans or programs for first-time home buyers, or how much money they can put down. Agents and realtors will continue to be a vital source of information for Generation Z. Well said, Dominique. At the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned that Gen Zers were born between 1997 and 2012. But what about the other generations in the market? Today, we're going to see if Dominique can match the years to their generation. Mm, not so sure how I feel about this game. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I'm going to give you the start and end year of each generation, and all you have to do is match them. All right, I'll do my best. Let's do it. So the first date range is 1981 to 1996. What generation was born then? Well, I was born in 1993, so my guess would be millennial. You are correct. See, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, it was okay. So bring on the next one. Okay. What generation was born between 1928 and 1945? Ugh. I always get this one mixed up, um, but I'm going to say the silent generation. You're right again. Only two more to go. Let's see if you can do it. All right, let's hear it. 1946 to 1964. What generation was born during this time? Well, 1945 was the end of World War II. And after that was a big population boom. So I'm going to say boomers. You nailed it. 
All right, Ryan, I'm ready for the final question. All right, last one. The generation born between 1965 and 1980, what is their name? Oh, goodness. Uh, so I know it's generation something. Maybe it's Y since Z is already taken. No, it is generation X, right? And we have a winner. Nice job on the game. I think you're a uh, demographer, Dominique. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, but thanks, Ryan. I'm glad I only had to remember the names and not the date ranges, because otherwise this would have been a very different game. Thank you for joining us. I will leave you with a smart stat, 20%. That is the percentage of the population that Gen Z will make up by the end of this year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Rooflines, real talk about real estate in Virginia. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to Rooflines on your favorite podcast platform. If you have ideas for future podcast topics, please share those with us by emailing rooflines at virginiarealtors.org.